Becca, how you doing? Hello, Lizzie. <laughs> hey, sorry to wake you up, mate. I know you got to sleep in because play doesn't commence until late in the afternoon, early afternoon. But we really appreciate you finding the time, Mecca. We're talking cricket this morning. New Zealand are under the pump, thirty-seven for three after a big old day, mate. Uh, what was your takeaways from day one? Yeah, it was an entertaining day's cricket or night's cricket, wasn't it? Um, England mm. had the best of the conditions. It was a pretty it, the pitch. Look, it always is difficult under lights with the pink ball. It, it tends to do a lot more. I think the way England batted, they put New Zealand bowlers under pressure who I don't think bowled that well. They weren't consistent enough. They offered too much, too many scoring options for the England batters who, who played nicely. So, I mean, whenever a side is scoring at just under six and over in test match cricket, you're under the pump, as he So, um, it was a tough session at the end with the bat to be 30 for three. There's a lot of work for New Zealand to do on day two, but I have to say the next two sessions, starting at 2 o'clock this afternoon, should be good for batting, so they have to make the most of that. They have to be nice and positive, put some scoring, put some pressure back on England bowlers, but it's not going to be an easy day, I don't think. Was the decision after winning the toss to bowl first the, the right or the wrong decision? When you look at it, hindsight's beautiful, but you yeah. know, like knowing that the night conditions are tough, maybe having a bat first, putting the pressure back on England? Yeah, it's a good question. Look, in New Zealand, you win the toss, you just bowl because generally our pitches are green and help the bowlers and there's an advantage bowling first. Um, and I think in something like the 45 previous test matches since 2012, only four teams have won the toss and batted in New Zealand. So it was one of those tosses is that I know both captains just wanted to lose because they weren't sure. You looked down <laughs> at the pitch, it, yeah. it wasn't as green as normal. So you sort of thought, oh, it wouldn't be too bad to to have a bat on this if we needed to. But if we win the toss, we probably have to bowl because there's going to be a little bit of help early. So I can understand New Zealand's decision to bowl first. I think the harsh reality is they were England was 69 for one after the first 10 overs. They didn't get it right up front, and that put the New Zealand on the back foot. Mm. Yeah, mate, can you, Maka, can you just put it into context how big the shift in mentality has been in the past nine months for the English cricket team? Well, Kempe, I mean... Pre-Baz era, they'd won one <laughs> test match out of 17 with pretty much the same players. Post-Baz, they're nine from 10. So um, th- they haven't changed the players. They've changed their philosophy. They've changed their mentality. They've changed the culture within the group, and they're reaping the rewards. Um, so, I mean, to be fair, they were, they were a much better side than one from 17, and, and a lot of people were scratching their heads when they had Anderson and Broad and they had Root who was captain through this period. And you're thinking, how have they only won one test match in 17? They're too good a side. <laughs> but something wasn't... There was a disconnect somewhere, obviously. And Baz has come in and obviously changed a few things, put a few smiles on, on the faces of the players, made it fun. You hear that word fun, which, you know, doesn't really apply <laughs> in professional sport, does it, fun? But, <laughs> no. you know, something's happening, something's working, and you have to take your hat off because they're a very good um, test side now. On the flip side, Becca, like you look at the way, the lack of intent, I, I feel like there's a little bit of apprehension. Yes, night conditions are very difficult. The ball's going to swing, and, and the quality that they have in Jimmy Anderson and Broad, and knowing the success that they've had over the last couple of, well, plenty of seasons, I should say. Like, are we just lacking a little bit of confidence and intent from our, from our batters at the moment? I think we're lacking confidence right throughout the whole side. Is, uh, we... 
We haven't won a test match in the last six. Um, I think since we won the World Test Championship, we've had a little bit of a transition. We've lost some players, and you take the experience of a Ross Taylor, a Trent Bolt, um, a BJ Watling, a Colin de Grandhomme. There goes four players that were all pivotal in New Zealand being a successful test side over a five- to six-year period. So I don't think we should underestimate um, how big a gap that's left, and it always takes time when you're replacing players like that. That's not an excuse. That's just the fact that New Zealand have lost a lot of experience and they're not going to be the same side. So it's going to take a while to get back up to the standard they were. Um, But yesterday, they got shown up because they just weren't good enough. They weren't consistent enough with the ball. But I think, you know, another blow, they lost Matt Henry and they lost Kyle Jamieson on the eve of the test. Two world-class bowlers who I think would have made a huge difference if they'd had ball in hand. Um, yesterday afternoon when they bowled first. Um, but they're things they just have to deal with, unfortunately, and, and they are lacking a little bit of confidence at the moment. And do you think they're, um, they're actually, or do you suspect they're having so much fun down here? Baz has taken them to the races. He's taken them up to Tauriti Golf <laughs> Club. Um, you know, to, he took them down to Queenstown to play at Millbrook. And then they come up here and go down the Bay Oval and just smack <laughs> us around the park. Do you just think um, that, that fun factor that you're talking about, they're just having too much fun, the English? <laughs> yeah, I think there's a fair point, Kempe. I, I think um, talking to a few of them yesterday before start of play, um, they've had I think two trainings in the 10 days that they've been here So, <laughs> and, and you're pretty much covered in I think wineries, golf um, horses um, a number of things, activities have been on show, so the England, the England squad have had a decent look at New Zealand off the field um, uh, now we have to try and make it as difficult and as hard as we can on the field but at the moment um, they're loving this tour of New Zealand Oh, mate, they look like they're having so much fun. And knowing Baz, you know him, he just loves it, and he's got the right formula at the moment. But we're heading into day two, Macca, and it's a big old day. Who are the, who are the important cogs for, for a successful day in terms of the New Zealand side? Well, Conway, obviously, you know, he's a world-class player, averages over 50 with the bat. He's the sort of guy that when the going gets tough, he digs in. So I'm expecting a big score from Devin Conway today. I think Daryl Mitchell, who... Over the winter, scored 300s against this England side um, when New Zealand got beaten 3-0 in the UK. He scored 300s and was outstanding throughout that series. So I think there's an opportunity for him today. I, I want to see Neil Wagner frustrate those England bowlers this, mo- oh, this yes. afternoon. want to see him throw the bat a little bit, top edge fly, have a little bit of luck, and perhaps um, he could get a new test best. I think his highest test score is 66, so I want to see him frustrate them. He'll be so, like, he would have slept overnight and be thinking Test 100. That's Neil Wagner. He's a little bit cuckoo. Um, but he's gone in his night, Watson. He's gone in his, he seriously will be thinking about a Test 100 today. He'll be thinking, all right, today I get to open for New Zealand and there's an opportunity for me to bat through the day. And this is a guy that's averaging, what, 12 or 13, but that's the way he thinks. That's the character. He's a little bit nuts. So if he could bat that for, for an hour or so and just take some pressure off in New Zealand, there's no reason in these first two sessions the ball won't do as much as what it did last night. They can put a good total on the board. Yeah, show some dog fight. I love it, Mac. I was thinking the same before, thinking about Neil Wagner. He's got a chance to go out there and, and open the bat <laughs> on day two. You wouldn't even script it any better. Hey, uh, just, just quickly, look, there's been plenty. I know you love a little dabble. 
You love a little dabble. So day three to finish, to have a result, is paying 12 bucks. You thinking the same? No, I think we're going into day four. This is a flatter pitch than what we're used to. So I think New Zealand will um, bat pretty well. It's going to be interesting again tonight under lights. But mm. if New Zealand are batting tonight under lights, then that's a good... I think that's a, a reasonable... Um, reply from them, but they're still probably going to be behind, so they'll concede some sort of first innings lead, but it's going to be interesting, but I think we're here for at least four days, boys. I wouldn't say three, but it is cricket on speed, so who the heck knows? I wouldn't want to predict anything, to be fair. Well, the positive, if it is day three, mate, you have a couple of days there to go play some <laughs> golf. <laughs> hey, Becca, thank you so much for coming on at such late notice. Champion. Asahis are on me next week when we play, or you'll probably be busy. Next time we have a wee haggle, mate, really appreciate it, Craig, and uh, all the best for the next couple of days. Doing a fantastic job on the call. Cheers, boys. My pleasure, as always.